on Instagram or visit the City of Sheridan's website. At Carpet Design, their showroom showcases the latest in carpeting, luxury vinyl, tile, laminate, as well as all types of hardwood flooring. You'll see what's new in color, texture, and technology. If your flooring is showing its age or you just are ready to make a change, come see what's new and exciting at Carpet Design. Every Saturday from 10 to 3, take 20% off on flooring in the warehouse. Large selection, too. Free estimates, 643 Riverside Street, Carpet Design. Tax planning is not just tax preparation. With the changes due to tax reform over the last few years, you need a tax planner to ensure you are getting the most value for your business. We offer advisory services customized to your needs to help maintain financial viability while achieving future goals. Come see us today. Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. Keeping your cash in a high-yield account is a simple way to save. First Federal Bank & Trust high-yield online savings account comes with a competitive interest rate and local service from people you know. Open the account from the convenience of your computer or mobile device and watch your savings grow. Visit efirstfederal.bank to open your account today or check out our deposit specials. First Federal Bank & Trust, helping our customers succeed since 1935. Member FDIC. At Prime Rick Motors, they recently had a customer stop in that had no trade-in because they wanted to give their car to their grandson for a graduation gift. Prime Rate's team went right to work, first determining what they had in mind and what Prime Rate had on the lot. He wanted a pickup. She wanted an SUV. In the end, they were fitted into a ute that fitted their lifestyle perfectly and was financed right there in-house, and they drove both cars home. Problem solved here at Prime Rate Motors Super Trailer Store, 2305 Coffeen Avenue in Sheridan. We are moving. Hi, this is Cindy from Novus Glass. We're excited to announce that we are moving to a new location, 1034 Broadway Street. Novus Glass will be located at the RPM building, just down Broadway from Sheridan Honda. It is a great new facility with a lot more room and better parking. Same great service, different location. So come see us at our new address, 1034 Broadway Street. Call us at 307-672-0139 to set up an appointment with Novus Glass. How would you like to save $600 on a brand new recliner or $50 on equipment rentals? How about picking up tons of discounted certificates to restaurants, breweries, concerts, movies, and events? It's all there on the Shared Media online auction. How about a youth motorcycle, retail shop gift certificates? Those two. Summer online auction on sharedmedia.com has pages of items for sale. It ends Thursday night. Go to sharedmedia.com on the front page right now and click on the summer auction ad. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. This morning, I am joined by... Sheridan Police Department Captain Tom Ringley and Lieutenant Danny Keller. Good morning, gentlemen. Hi, Floyd. Good morning. Now, uh, how, how have you been able to get out and enjoy what little good weather we've had? <laughs> well, it depends on your definition of good. Um, 
summers past, we'd kill for this weather. It, yeah, it, yes. It, it, it's rain. It's a little wet. It's not a foot of snow, um, <laughs> which, which we have gotten May before, in May and June. So we, I think generally everyone's in a good mood and we're enjoying it. LT, how, how is it out there on the street? Uh, you know, I know a lot of the officers out there, we were probably getting sick of that snow, sick of the little uh, fender benders that tend to happen when the streets get icy. How, how are the officers feeling? Uh, they're definitely enjoy this this time of year. Yeah, getting through winter's a, a, a good break for them for sure. <laughs> it's it's a little wet outside, but uh, I'm the type of guy who enjoys the sprinkling rain. Uh, my wife's a little over it, but uh, I I enjoy that kind of weather. And so for me, this is a good spring. Although, uh, you know, we've had some discussions in here regarding the amount of growth that that might support this year and how dry it may get later on and so keeping our eyes on that now what is it that you like to do in your free time captain I, you're a very private person yep. I, I realize this and, uh, and being private I, I like to get out um i think like all of our officers um the the outdoors in in our community is a is a huge attraction it's one of the reasons i moved here um so when it's i should be fishing right now but the water's still <laughs> a little high so i'm uh, I make use of all the fantastic um, uh, public lands we have in the mountains. Yeah. Uh, last week I was hiking out at Bud Love on, in the game uh, reserve in Johnson County and uh, Bighorn Trails. There's so much to do here. Um, there's really no reason to be bored. So am I what we would call unallocated time in my personal life? I'm, I'm outside yeah. climbing a hill or something. It's awesome. When you fish, what uh, what type of fishing do you like to do? There's only one kind of fishing, Floyd, and that's fly fishing, <laughs> in my opinion. Everything else is just waiting, right? I, and I wouldn't know. I've never done it. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I used to tie flies, yes. actually, uh, back in the day. LT, what do you like to do in your spare time? Uh, my wife and I enjoy traveling. Uh, this time of year, we uh, fire up the grill quite a bit on my days off and just enjoy hanging out with friends and entertaining. So, Kind of hanging at the house yeah, and just sure. uh, enjoying being at home while you have the opportunity to be there, right? Yeah. That, now I'm, I tend to be a homebody myself. It, it doesn't bother me to just lock the door, stay in the house all weekend, enjoy some movies, and hang out with the wife. It's, that's a good weekend for me. Now, one thing, you know, sitting here, uh, uh, you can't see us. We're not on camera as of yet, but uh, Captain, you're looking pretty cut, my friend. Oh, thanks, uh, I it, think. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's that uh, consideration. I got to thinking about it this morning. In the Army, physical fitness was an absolute have to. And I know that's got to be the exact same for the police department. It is. When, do you guys have a gym to yourselves in the department or do you have a deal with the Y? Um, no, the Y is fantastic, but during uh, our remodel from sev several years ago, we we had a, a we used to have a gym in our basement and I think it, well, I know it still had the old universal machine if you remember those. I um, do. But the, the city was kind enough to appropriate funds for us to build a gym in our um, uh, evidence building. Um, it kind of looks like a CrossFit box yeah. with the rack system. Um, and it, it gets a lot of use. Actually, um, one of the in, huge changes Chief Koltiska has implemented is that we now allow officers to work out for either the first hour or the last hour of their shift if minimum staffing on the roads met. Um, and that's been a very popular uh, uh, change yeah. um, for the officers. Um, 
and it's um, it, it's been used a lot. Um, I think a lot of agencies are, have something like that plan in place, but it it shows that. The uh, priority of Chief Coltiska, the officer, fit not not just fitness but wellness. Yeah. Um, uh, that what what that means to us. And then, you know there is a sense of community when you're attending the same gym with everybody all the time. Yeah. So that would just strengthen the camaraderie amongst officers. Yeah. And and it's nice for them. Um, often some the, there's some nice local gyms, but they can get crowded. So the officer can plan something, get out to the gym, and have no more than one or two other people in there. Um, and get their workout done and go home and enjoy their families. LT Keller, if if you were to, to say I, I devote X amount of time to physical fitness per week, what would you guesstimate that was? I know, I know sometimes it can get, uh, you know, kind of muddy in the water because when I was working with the guard, it was very much the same thing. You had to be to work by 07, but for the first hour, you could be working out. Yeah, for, for the average officer, um, I don't know what they do on average. Um, we, we typically just, we're hiring people that that's kind of an important part of their life anyway, fitness is. I know we had two officers participate in the big run last weekend. One did the 50 mile, one did the 18. Um, every year we have a couple different officers doing that. Um, yeah, we just have a lot of officers. Physical fitness is just an important part of their life, even before we hire them. So, you know, uh, during that whole process, the APFT, the Army Physical Fitness Test, the running was probably my least favorite. I just knew everything's going to suck for the next fourteen minutes. <laughs> Go out there and run that two mile it was absolutely yeah, terrible. And it's interesting. There's and Lieutenant Keller could probably speak to it more than I could because he uh, administers the. Uh, the physical fitness assessment for candidates and i'm sure there's a correlation between people asking us how many do i have to do yeah and failing the whole process if, if they make it through the test we're we're hiring people who have the character to want to know what the max is um how many do i get to do yeah um, and they tend to do better on the interviews and the written assessment as well so like like he said it's a character issue with us but we've got to make sure we provide the resources um, for everyone to stay in shape. And it's wellness too. It's not just being able to go out and be strong on the job. It's it's a holistic approach to the welfare of not just our officers, but all of our staff. Mind, body, spirit. Yes. Uh, and and I, I really value that. LT, I've been in that situation where I was down there with the clipboard and had a private look at me and say, what's the minimum again? And you're like, oh, son, that's it's going to be a long day for you, right? Yep, for sure. Yeah, the uh, you know, we, we do the physical fitness uh, test as a requirement to get hired for several reasons, but uh, one is it mirrors what you have to do to be successful at the academy, so we don't want to send somebody down there that can't succeed at that. Um, and obviously we want people to be in relatively good shape when they start their career as a patrol officer for obvious reasons. Um, but it does kind of turn into a bit of a screening as we hire people. Um, it, it is it's a kind of an expression we say over and over, but it's the one test that you know the answers to, yeah. um, or should know the answers to. and. So, yeah, it, it can say a lot about somebody if they're not prepared for that or if they're looking to do the minimum possible. So in, in all aspects of the job, we don't want people doing the minimum possible. What are the testing? Uh, for those who might not know, what exercises do I have to do during this test? Yeah, uh, so n nothing too, too surprising. It's a push-ups, sit-ups, and a mile-and-a-half run. Um, times and standards for those uh, vary by age group and gender. Um, 
So there's a bunch of them, so I, I couldn't tell you exactly no, what they okay. are. Yeah. But anybody can look them up on the Academy, State Academy website, and they have those standards there. How often do officers have to take this test? Uh, is there like a quarterly test given or yearly? No, it, it's only an entrance exam. Um, so to get hired, and then you have to pass it at the Academy also. Um, after that, our policy just dictates that you stay in good enough shape to do your job well. So we, yeah. Oh, so there's not a yearly or a no, quarterly um, test? And the, the, the main well one one of the main reasons for that is if we made it, uh, <clears throat> if we put what one would call a property interest on passing the the test we would have to provide concrete time off to exercise on duty um, gotcha <clears throat> so that that's extremely problematic for us some other first responding agencies have have time to do that we don't um, but they're also it's their jobs at stake if they don't pass. Um, so once again, like the lieutenant said, it's with us. It's a character issue. Um, we're going to hire people that don't need to be told to be in shape. And over the last five years or so, we we really moved, uh, made some great strides moving in that direction. And I bet that raises the bar, doesn't it? Sure, it, it does. You see, kind of see it across the board. Is there a bit of competitiveness amongst officers out there on the street who who can do the most? You know, every or, once I mean, in a while, I, we have a whiteboard out there, and I. I, I don't I don't work out in there because I figured no one wants a captain looming, you know, on their time. The officer over the yeah, shoulder. So I yeah, I give them their space, but I go out there and there there are messages on the whiteboard and workouts posted and times for rowing a, a thousand meters or something. So yeah, there, there there's a healthy um, yeah. competitiveness about it. And I think that's the issue, you know, a healthy competitiveness, yes. you know, kind of tongue in cheek slapping each other on the shoulder. I bet you I beat you in this run type of deal. Yes. Uh, you know, when it comes to running those long distances, boy, you can really get uh, rubber legs at the end of those, though, because that's uh, <laughs> some of them really get to you. Now, the summer season brings a lot of events. Uh, what's happened so far as far as events here within the city? Um, we haven't had any real big events to monitor thus far. Um, we, we've kicked off third Thursday. Um, and we always have a presence there, but that, that's not necessarily a rowdy-type event, obviously, right. which we're uh, glad about that. Um, but, yeah, no, no, nothing of no, no, no big uh, issues have arose, um, just kind of policing as normal. And now, when it comes to issue or, or events like Third Thursday, I would think that it would be pretty fun to actually do as an SPD officer. Uh, we've, we live in a great community. Yeah. It gives the department a lot of support and so i myself enjoy seeing an officer out there every once in a while and i kind of distract him and have a conversation just to get to know him a little bit and yeah it, it's good duty for us and they're they're down there primarily to answer questions and to meet people um it's the one event where it's not really an enforcement role although right. they, they will take police action if needed within the area but it's a good chance for them to get out um represent us and get some of the great food that's also a question is what food's going to be down there? <laughs> is um, that that's what so, it is. So, I'll yeah, cover third yeah. Thursdays as long as this food yeah, truck's down. Yeah, it's enjoyable. I, I, we both the LT and I used to work them, and we, we enjoyed them. So it, it's a third Thursday does a, a great job, and you know that the common theme among the events that are success is that we they ask us to be involved early in in the process. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't mean we plan the event. Um, but we're there as a, as a resource to answer any questions, um, especially in regards to road blockage or and alcohol service. What's the next big event on your radar? Um, th the next big event is uh, Rodeo Week. Then that's um, a big one. 
yeah, which is the set the second week or weekend in um in July, and it's um the the, the rodeo itself does a fantastic job. They're pretty self-contained. Um, of course, they have the parade, which people need to pay attention to what the routes are going to be this year because Main Street's blocked. It's basically going to um, be on Val Vista and um, then on uh, the east side of Main Street. But there's there's going to be probably more limited parking, more limited shade. Um, oh, yeah. So pay, people can check the uh, the website for the, for the route. And we're going to talk a little bit more about YR Rodeo Week when we return with our Sheridan Police Department. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash in a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Bighorn High School is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Champion Funeral Home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families. They provide support, personable care, and affordable prices to Sheridan and Johnson County and surrounding areas. Champion Funeral Home has been family-owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. The City of Sheridan Weed and Pest Division would like to announce that mosquito fogging will begin starting the week of June 12th and continue through the mosquito breeding season. Fogging will take place Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday evenings when necessary. For more information, to report heavy concentrations of mosquitoes, or to request that your home be in a no-spray zone, please call the Mosquito Hotline at 307-655-8297 or visit the website at www.sheridanwy.gov. It's time for the 32nd Annual Cars Club Car Show and Rod Run, Saturday, July 1st at the VA Medical Center on Fort Road. Registration is open to the public Friday evening from 4 to 6.30 at Black Tooth Brewing Company. Late registration is Saturday from 7 to 10 at the VA. The show and shine runs from 10 to 3 with over 40 awards. Then the cruise for cash ends the day at 3.30. The Cars Club Rod Run 2023, July 1st at the VA Medical Center. Sponsored in part by your friends at Sheridan Media. The 4th of July is coming, and that means the fireworks stand from Whizbang Fireworks is now open with a huge selection of fireworks. 500 milligram display cakes, multi-shot reloading artillery shells, bottle rockets, Roman candles, missiles, fountains, cones, assortment packs. Whizbang Fireworks will get your 4th of July off to a big bang. Whizbang Fireworks open daily, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Sheridan County allows the use of fireworks from July 1st to the 7th. Happy 4th of July from Whizbang Fireworks. How would you like to win $500 in Chamber Bucks? Hey, this is Cindy with ERA Carroll Realty inviting you to enter the ERA Carroll Realty Summer Sweepstakes. Chamber Bucks can be used all over town and it's just in time for you to shop downtown during the upcoming summer events. Just go to the contest page on sharedmedia.com where you can enter daily through June 28th. Have a great summer. 
Welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. With me this morning is Sheridan Police Department Captain Tom Ringley and Lieutenant Danny Keller. Now we're talking about events here in Sheridan this year and how the police department works with organizers of those events and what their role is in all of this. And uh, I guess we were discussing the Y.O. Rodeo, which is coming up uh, here next month. It's the, probably the biggest thing that happens around here in by, Sheridan. By far, yes. And, and what is the role of the Sheridan Police Department in this large event here? Like, like with everything, it's to make sure all laws are followed. Um, a, a major um, item for the events is there's uh, alcohol permits. Yeah. So um, we, we help customer service desk at City Hall and the uh, city clerk make sure that everyone's got the right permit to serve alcohol. Um, which can get pretty get a little intricate um, at times as to what if you have this kind of license what kind of off, off-site permit does this one need to obtain um, but the uh, customer service test does a great job um, answering those questions but we, we we help follow up on some, some of the uh, some of the issues and the other thing is for safety um, we're, we're not security at, at, at these events we're there to maintain uh, law and order yeah but we will make sure that say people can that uh, traffic is routed out of the fairgrounds at certain ways uh, so it's empty smoothly or make sure that uh, per, there are clearly identified perimeters yeah. at, at an event especially this year um, there are going to be essentially four smaller events there's no street dance but there are several concerts hosted privately by um, uh, various establishments so those have to be well well uh marked areas where people can consume alcohol and uh the traffic's not being uh disrupted especially with the detours this year that are mandated by the state as part of the grant to redo main street so yeah. they're, they're it's not overly complicated but we're, we're more of a resource than anything these days have you noticed a shift in mips uh in in your tenure up there at the spd we were just talking about this this morning Back in the day, in air quotes, um, it was nothing to have a house party with 30 citations. Wow. Um, now, we're commenting on the, um, the age of people arrested for DUI specifically, and it seems like it's getting more and more over 50. Really? Yes, um, which is odd. Um, but we think it might just be because the, the younger generation stays home and uh, lives more uh, in a virtual reality environment yeah. than going, going out and this is anecdotal and this is from looking at right. the 42 DUI arrests we've had this year uh, but yeah we have seen a shift away from MIPs it, it, and and like we said the, it's not like hard research behind any of this this is just from your experience yes. uh, which is extensive by yes. the way up there at the SPD um, it, it, do you see that type of virtual reality lifestyle in other ways as well i don't is there a curfew here for minors there is do you see less kids out do we see less curfew citations yes yeah. really yeah and and maybe that's what it is the kids you know they're talking to each other online you're not sneaking out to go see the girl across town yeah that, that's a we're 
it seems, um, again, it's anecdotal, but it seems like the Friday, Saturday nights, um, they can still be busy, but not near as busy as they used to be. That kind of 18 to 30-year-old crowd is rowdy crowds just missing. It's not out and about anymore. Um, That's so interesting yeah. how, how those dynamics have shifted. Whereas closer to our generation, uh, still kind of doing things the old way, heading out with the buddies, having a good time, uh, getting a little sauced, which yep. everyone has a right to do so. Just don't drive. Yes. Uh, that's kind of the big thing. Do not drive, uh, which kind of touches me on uh, uh, ways to get home during the Y.O. Rodeo, which I know we will discuss uh, in the future once again. Yeah. But there's going to be other alternate there, there ways are. to do that, this. That's the other thing I was looking at this morning. Um, in general, the people that live here, and by that I mean within Sheridan County, do a pretty good job of getting home safely. Of the 42 uh, DUIs we've had so far this year, which is low because of the snow probably, um, 19 are out of state. Um, so that, that's almost half. So yeah. That, I, I think that's where we need to... And people know not to drink and drive. I mean, er, everybody knows that. It's getting to the point to where the ed, educating people on not drinking and driving is like edu, educating people that they have to consume oxygen to live. Right. Pe- people know you can't drink and drive. Um, and our community, I think, from the s- small sample size we looked at this morning, does a good job. It's just reaching out to the visitors who are coming here on vacation, probably so they're g- going to drink a little bit more. Um, because they're on vacation, um, th- those are the tend to get getting the people that we're seeing more and more. Arizona and Colorado, for some reason, popped up a lot when I was going through the cases this morning. Wow. So, I mean, in a way, good thing. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing a lot less of our residents out there on the road when they've had too much to drink, yeah. which is fantastic. And the other thing is that uh, the drinking establishments are doing a good job on that. That's the, that's the other big change um, from years past is they're just not they're doing a great job at not over serving and we're trying not to over serve obviously if there's one or two bartenders in a crowded bar they can't keep an eye on everybody but they do the best they can and that's all we ask yeah um this today um the uh the uh one of the bars that's having a big band i think the gastro pub checked they have all of our id checkers our id scanners so that shows they're making an effort to make sure that the, the wrong people aren't getting served. Yeah. And that's fantastic because right there's the source, right? Yeah, uh, yes. Nip it in the butt right there. Yeah. I think there's still a romance for Rodeo Week where people think it's they're, they're, suppo- they're supposed to go out and drink too much and <laughs> waste a weekend not feeling great. Um, and that's their prerogative, but we just ask people to do it in a safe manner. And you and I have talked about this in the past. It has culturally it's changed yeah the 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 wild rodeo environment the type of crowd that we see out and about it shifted more to like a family event yeah as we've seen it evolve away from the one big street dance where alcohol was just kind of the center activity um now we're seeing it's evolving it's a lot of smaller events and those events are event focused there's a concert or there's an activity based and we see when that activity is done people usually leave um yeah, we we seen as it's evolved from that to the smaller event focused, um, activity focused events. Um, yeah, it's just not not been the rowdy event it used to be, which is fantastic. And I've got nothing against alcohol. Just so everybody knows, I've got nothing against people going out and having a great time. I encourage that. Please do. But culturally, I think Wyoming has grown up 
a little bit over the past decade, decade it, and a half. It, it has. We, we, I just saw a graphic the other day. We still lead among the tops in the nation for uh, consumption per capita. Once again, consume all you want. Just be safe. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're not two, two misconceptions about us. We're not here to stop people from drinking. We're here to uh, provide for public safety. And the other misconception is that the city had absolutely nothing to do with planning the street dance. Yep. We, we, we did not host the street dance. Um, what private organizations do, it, it's up to them. And I think the smaller events, the, the stakeholders have more at stake. See, yeah. um, and I'm not endorsing anything, but Blacktooth has a concert every year. Yeah. I don't think we've had a single call for service during those concerts um, because they're regulating the, uh, the, the crowd and they're keeping it peaceful. And that's what we really want is we would rather not be involved at all in people having a good time at No, night. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, if, if I was at a party, I wouldn't want the police showing up. But, right. Um, and so that's kind of the standard that we're asking for is just take care of yourselves and we will just make sure people have a good time. And that's kind of the goal to the whole show, isn't yes. it? Uh, now, have you sat down and spoken with the YO Rodeo organizers this year, Captain? Um, that's uh, streamlined. Some, that's such a good process. We do that the week of. Oh wow! Yeah, they 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 have a fantastic process in place, and so almost I think it's either Rodeo Wednesday or Thursday is when we have a quick meeting with them um, because they they've always done a, a, a great job. And th thanks to uh, Sheriff Dominguez and his deputies, they they will be staffing the the rodeo grounds this year. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. And those those conversations are are they a lot like briefings? Just hey, we've got concern areas here, here, and here, uh, choke points here, here, and here that we may need some help with traffic, that kind of thing. Yeah, if, if that usually it's just like reaffirming, con confirming points of contact, um, because like I said, they they have such a good plan that um, there there's no reason to make something two percent better just for changing it. Um, yeah, but th they have new new people. There's a uh, either the first or second year for the new uh, the new uh, point of contact organizing the parade and the, the the board has some changeover so it's just a quick meet and greet and here's what here's what we're doing and no problems then we're we're good to go you get the thumbs up and yep. you head out the door yeah. uh, now I'm running out of time, but I do want to talk about police escorts. We don't get a, a lot of opportunities to discuss this, and it is. Some events do have a police escort. Uh, we've all seen them. Sometimes when a high school team wins state, they're, they're celebrated to return to town with a police escort. I got a police escort uh, from the Rock Springs police from the airport to and from during deployment. So there are certain times when it's warranted. But when it comes to police escorts, what traffic laws can be broken? Um, well, back to police escorts. Um, it is rare that we will do them um, because it's, it's almost out of a matter of fairness. Um, if we have someone available at three in the morning to escort a bus that just won a state championship, then that, that's great. Our officers enjoy that. But in general, um, if the flag's at half staff but through the order, by order of the governor's office and the, 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 the decedent's local, then we will. But in general, we won't, because we can't perform that service for everybody. And then we're, now we're having to pick and choose. Yeah. And also, giving one organization an escort might look good, but do you want this other borderline outlaw organization getting a police escort through town? Yeah, because um, yeah, so, it looks like you're, well, we yeah, support them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah the, it, it looks like we're showing favoritism, not necessarily supporting one area, but not. Um, so it creates a traffic hazard. 
um, with the expectation is that we just run all the red lights. Um, so we, we generally don't. Which I think is yeah, probably for the better. Yes. Uh, for all those reasons that you just gave, because uh, you don't want to give the wrong impression. But like you said, if there's a wounded warrior coming home, then yes. If, if Absolutely. We, we yeah. will. If there's, um, and it's the chief of police has the final say. They're few and far between. We might do one a year. Um, it's the kind of thing we, we know when we see. But as far as like funeral escorts, those are they're not practical. Yeah. Yeah, that would just be too dang many. <laughs> All right. Captain, LT, I appreciate you both coming in here. And I know I digressed a little bit, but I always appreciate you That's going what we with do. me. <laughs> it's always a pleasure, Thanks, gentlemen. Mike. Thank All you. right. When we return, we're going to speak with the mayor of Buffalo. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Bighorn High School is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Signal Hill Company is now hiring an oil field pumper for their Crook County Division. This is a full-time position. The employee will be responsible for the operation and maintenance of wells, tank batteries, separators, treaters, and other oil equipment. Oil field work experience preferred but not required. Experience with Microsoft Outlook and the Internet is required. You'll need a driver's license and be able to pass a pre-employment drug, alcohol, and background check. Call 307-213-5016 or send an email to kathy at signalhillcompany.net. Are you an avid golfer looking to improve your game? Do you want to avoid injuries and play pain-free? Call Dr. Colin Hardy at Atlas Chiropractic, 672-6000. Dr. Hardy has been helping golfers of all levels for years using a combination of chiropractic techniques and personalized treatment plans to help you achieve your goals. Ha! Many golfers suffer from common injuries such as lower back pain or shoulder discomfort, but with Dr. Hardy's expertise, you can get back on the course and enjoy the game you love. Whether you're a seasoned pro or a beginner, Dr. Hardy can help improve your swing, flexibility, and balance, giving you the competitive edge you need to reach your full potential. So if you're ready to take your golf game to the next level, call Atlas Chiropractic at 672-6000 and book your appointment with Dr. Colin Hardy. Your game will thank you. Atlas Chiropractic and Dr. Colin Hardy, helping you achieve your best game yet. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sport. Tommy, hi. I'm so excited the mountain is finally open. Oh, me too. And we have a showroom full of ATVs, side-by-sides, and bikes ready to get down and dirty. And for the month of June, select models qualify for interest rates at 1.99 for 36 months and 3.99 for 60. Wow, I do have my eye on that CRF 450R. Tommy, you would crush the competition on that bike. And when you come in, bring your used Power Sport to put some extra money in your pocket. Check out the selection at Sheridan Power Sports for your new adventure. It's the final week to save on every piece of bedroom furniture at Moss Holders Design Center. 
If you need to update a master bedroom, guest room, or kids room, Moss Holders has options. Choose from a wide selection of high quality, solid wood products, or find more budget-minded bedroom groups from Ashley Furniture. Whether you find your favorite pieces in stock or need to order in the perfect group, every piece of bedroom furniture is on sale now. Moss Holders bedroom sale ends this Saturday. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Joining us for the second part of our show this morning is the mayor of the city of Buffalo, Mr. Shane Schrader. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How's my friend Floyd doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Really enjoying the weather right now. How's your spring been this year? Soggy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yes it has uh it, we'll take it though as as buffalo uh experienced any flooding as of yet uh outside of the city park no um but we're doing good you know clear creek's still still on the bank so we're we're wonderful we'll we'll take a little more drizzle and it's, uh, you know, I saw a photo uh, of the city park flooded that day. And boy, that uh, when it floods, it really floods, doesn't it? I know. And it's right next to the pool. So, you know. <laughs> Everything's got to be cleaned and closed down. Yep. So it's all good. We got a great staff down at the pool. So they they work diligently to get it done. And, the, you know, the public works got down there and got most of it, <clears throat> excuse me, pumped out and it's drying up, hopefully, unless it rains again today. Now, have you had the opportunity to get out much this year as of yet? Uh, you mean get out around the world? Yeah, yeah, get out. Get out around. Enjoy, hey, enjoy uh, that uh, weather out there. I had a fun trip to uh, Jackson and back on Monday, and, you know, it rained, and I even ran into two two spots of snow. Which oh, wow. I was like, you got to be kidding me. But, you know, I was going down Togety Pass on the west side, and the snowplow was going up. So I guess I got across just in time. You know, I, I grew up just south of Jackson uh, in the Star Valley area. And every year my wife and I return to that area. Uh, that's where we like to vacation. And we haven't had a chance to really walk around Jackson as of yet. Uh, you know, we planned on it. But every time we get through there, there's just too many dang people. And and I don't know if that's ever going to change at this point. No, it was when I drove over there on Monday from from the, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, Moran or Moran Junction, Moran Junction. There, yeah, Moran. Into Jackson was bumper to bumper, literally bumper to bumper traffic both sides. You, there wasn't a parking spot in Jackson anywhere, and it was just shoulder-to-shoulder people. It was like, you know, it was crazy. Wow, and but, here we are just in June. Yep. I, I think you could have caught the money in the air that people were throwing at the city of Jackson. Yeah, absolutely. Now but that's good. That's good. Jackson, you know, is a good town, and they, they'll take it, and they'll, they'll do great improvements over there. That's what they need so i've I've known a lot of people who grew up there uh and and over the years you know their families have, have moved out the cost of living over there is pretty dang high i'm pretty sure everybody knows that 
but uh, now even down into Alpine, uh, it's Mm kind of getting that that way as well. A lot of my friends that I grew up with, they're kind of heading out to the smaller ancillary communities around that. Uh, And and I would say that's the only downside to something like that happening. Yes, it's good that money's coming into the area. It's always good when there's more money in the area. Uh, But... Uh, there are some side effects of that, and and unfortunately, it tends to hit uh, you know the common individual more than anybody else. Now, speaking of something hitting a community, Buffalo is scheduled for a big Main Street resurfacing project. Yours is going to be an even larger project than ours is over here in Sheridan right now. You and I mm-hmm. talked about this last time you were on the show, sir. Uh, you guys are trying to mitigate the risks to your downtown area by paving the alleyway how is that going well it started and you know it's with any construction project you know you're kind of at the mercy of of mother nature and so they're they're working diligently i know that they've gotten started behind like first northern and a and b banks and rewrite and back and through there they're getting started on that alley so the alley projects are moving forward and you know, we'll get those done in preparation for for 2024. God help us. Yeah, that's it's going to be a pretty mm-hmm. large project, freeway to freeway, right? Correct. So, my understanding is I'll start uh, and I do believe at I-25 out by the high school and work north is the original plan. Now, are there uh, any other things, uh, any other steps that the city's taking uh, to try and mitigate the? the i guess you could say just the inconvenience of some of these construction projects well you know parking's going to be a, a thing and construction season is also in the middle of tourist season unfortunately so we're trying to make it as convenient as possible for customers and locals to be able to travel um you know it's a dot project so we're at the mercy of of YDOT on some of it, but I know YDOT is working very well to to make sure that, you know, the least impact is possible on everybody involved. Now, real quick, sir, I know you guys have got some other pretty good capital projects going on over there right now. What else is happening? Well, we have, you know, we're continuing on the Buffalo Wells and Transmission line. That's about a $2 million project going forward. Um, Sunset Avenue, you know, that's a $3 million project. That's surface and infrastructure underneath, uh, about $1.2 million worth of replacing every water meter in town, you know, a half a million dollars in paving alleys, and another million dollars on the Erie, Delaware paving project. Um, we'll have to be working on balsam, and then, you know, we're we're starting to put money aside in preparation for Main Street 2024, because that's going to, you know, once they tear up the street, we're going to do infrastructure underneath and sidewalks and whatever else needs to be done at the same time. Sir, is there going to be any change to the sidewalks there in Buffalo or just kind of a a, a reconstruction or refurbishing? We're just rehabbing them. You know, you walk on them and they're showing their years. And they got heaves and bumps and cracks and broken spots in them, so they're just going to get a, a facelift on the on the sidewalks. So no, no widening and or narrowing no, at all. 
No widening or narrowing. Uh, there will be some areas that, you know, we work with, uh, you know, the ADA um, to ensure that, you know, our sidewalks are are up to code and, and work with our folks with some disabilities that can help them out. A lot of projects happening from the sound of it. Uh, that's yes. It's a lot happening there in Buffalo. I mean, uh, but at the same time, I, I, I've got to wonder, is this going to, is this interrupting traffic flow anywhere that you can see as of right now or becoming an inconvenience for residents? Oh, I, you know, I don't, I don't notice it. Um, of course, my, my daily driver has red flashing lights on it. Um, so we, I don't, I don't see a big inconvenience right now. Um, any construction project's going to cause some. That's just the nature of the beast is you're not going to get away with not having some inconveniences and still do that. But at the end of the day, at the end of the construction season, it's going to be 100% better. Yeah. Yeah, it's I like, think... It's like, a band, it's like a Band-Aid. You hate to tear it off because you know it's going to hurt, but you just got to get it done. Yeah. Like you said, nature of the beast. Now, you mm-hmm. it, council is... Are you in the middle of your budget session? Are you approaching the end line? We voted on the third and final reading last night. So How did that it, come out? That came out good. Um, you know, as it goes along, there's small tweaks here and there. But, you know, we are at a $18.5 million budget this year. Um, you know, considering last year we were sitting at about 13 so we did increase our budget by... A few, a few million dollars, but we're, you know, half of our budget this year is capital improvement projects. So, you know, out of a $18.5 million budget, 9.9 of it is capital improvements, putting oh, wow. it back in infrastructure. So, so we have some projects we want to get done and either you just got to, sometimes you just got to do it. So, Mr. Mayor, you know, yep. is there any reason why this year is the year to really jump on these capital improvement projects and spend that a much for this year is that in anticipation of that 2024 we're just kind of saying okay it's it's going to be rough for the next couple of years so let's just like you said we're just going to tear it off we're just going to get all these projects done as soon as possible well you know main street 2024 is part of it um, the Sunset Project and the Buffalo Well, or excuse me, and the uh, the water meter projects. You know, we were able to secure some some grants through the state for those, so that's why we're we're jumping on those this year because we can get some assistance through through Cheyenne with them. And you know, one of the projects, the Erie Delaware paving projects, you've driven over those streets. And they just, you know, with the amount of snow and everything that we had last year, the the streets just failed. And, you know, do you keep fixing it or do you just tear it out and do it right? And we chose to just tear it out and do it right and get it done instead of just patching things back together. Um, So there's a lot of things that were a little bit different this year, but there was also some opportunity to get some financial assistance from people be able to do that this year absolutely jump on it while we can and uh yeah after that tough winter uh which uh, i'm pretty sure everybody who's driven on just about any road in our region right now they understand boy 
it really hammered the streets in uh, the communities around here. Yep, it, it did. And, you know, um, we're an old town. We got some old streets. And, you know, we were able to secure, some, again, some extra funding this year. So we jump on it. Returning to the budget, I imagine that law enforcement is the largest expenditure in your budget outside of capital improvement projects? Correct. Uh, protective services is is the largest one. That comes in at just a little over $2 million for police, dispatch, fire, all the protective services in the city. And it sounds like Chief Bissett's been using that funding very well, though. Uh, uh, I'm always seeing things that he's him and his department are, are out there doing. Correct. And, you know, he's very budget conscious. Um, but safety has a cost to it um, in any in any organization you know there's there's money and you know when i ran the first time you know i i won't compromise on safety so absolutely now are you excited for uh some of the events that are going to be happening there in buffalo uh you got longmire days coming up in july we do has we have you know, Longmire coming up, and we have, you know, another new actor coming that's never been here before, and his name slips my mind. But, you know, kind of excited about that, getting to meet the new folks. And, you know, it's the, this is the 10th anniversary, I do believe. I think 12th. So, 12th? I, I think so. a couple of years. Anyway, <laughs> missed a couple of years there. Well, um, we, you know... We're excited about it. We're we're happy to have Robert Taylor and everybody back again this year, and you know it's it's a fun time. If if you in the listening area have never been to a Longmire Days, it's fun. You you get to meet the actors and they have open conversations and lots of fun things going on. Just a great time. I I enjoy it every year. And you know I think that's one thing with with it happening there in buffalo even though there is a lot of people you still get that hometown feel because there are opportunities where they're just i mean these actors are just out and about and and having a good time with citizens and residents and visitors mr mayor i've run out of time sir i want to thank you so much for you taking the time to sit with us this morning and talk about what's happening over there in the great city of buffalo There's always something fun. There's always room for more people. So come on down and enjoy Buffalo. Thank you very much, sir. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared. Your cash in a high-yield account is a simple way to save. First Federal Bank and Trust high-yield online savings account comes with a competitive interest rate and local service from people you know. Open the account from the convenience of your computer or mobile device and watch your savings grow. Visit efirstfederal.bank to open your account today or check out our deposit specials. 
First Federal Bank and Trust, helping our customers succeed since 1935. Member FDIC. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, they have a wide selection of estate jewelry, including gold, silver, and platinum. With new items arriving weekly, now is the perfect time to stop in. Items include pre-owned Rolex watches, vintage and modern rings, pendants, earrings, and more, all at great values. They're also buyers of gold, silver, and platinum jewelry, paying maximum prices for diamonds and fine gemstones. So hurry in to Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality Quality and value are always in style. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is the value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. It's Customer Appreciation Day this Friday, June 23rd at Farmer's Co-op. It's the one time of year that all the folks at Co-op get the opportunity to say thank you to all their loyal customers. This Friday, you can bring in your 20-pound propane bottle for a $10 fill and enjoy a tasty hamburger or Polish sausage on them. That's a heck of a deal. And don't forget to fuel up your truck before you leave. It's Customer Appreciation this Friday at Farmer's Co-op, 1450 Coffee Avenue in Sheridan, owned by those they serve. This summer, unleash your outdoor oasis with the help of CMB Supply, your one-stop shop for all your tools and yard supplies. Located on Heartland Drive in Sheridan, our store is ready to make your summer dreams come true. At CMB Supply, we understand that a well-stocked toolbox is essential for any outdoor project, and we have just the items to help you fill it. From grills to gardening to do-it-yourself landscaping, we got you covered. CMB Supply is here to transform your yard into a summer paradise. CMB Supply open Monday to Friday, 7:30 to 6:30, and Saturday, 8 to 3. How would you like to save $600 on a brand new recliner or $50 on equipment rentals? How about picking up tons of discounted certificates to restaurants, breweries, concerts, movies, and events? It's all there on the Shared Media online auction. How about a youth motorcycle, retail shop gift certificates? Those two summer online auction on sharedmedia.com has pages of items for sale. It ends Thursday night. Go to sharedmedia.com on the front page right now and click 